Welcome to the Entrepreneur Blueprint. It's your man, Dream with Dream Motivates. Listen, it's about to go down. Y'all need to go ahead and get your notes out right now. I got the king of commercial real estate, Mr. Aaron Action Jackson. Stay tuned. Let's go. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Blueprint. Listen, it's about to go down. Um, I'm super excited because um, we have something called Dallas DFW Plug Your Business. And we're always talking about the real estate market in Dallas and how it grows. But there's a gray area when it comes to my expertise that I like learning. Shout out to my wife. She's now a real estate agent uh, with the Bailey Watson Group um, in affiliation. Uh, shout out to my brother, Mark Allen. And I, and I ran into him uh, several occasions and we are now brothers locked in forever. And uh, he opened up a new brokerage called Onyx. And within Onyx, we have somebody that is a rock star, superstar, which has one of my favorite, started from the bottom, now we're here, uh, whole whole situations, man. I'm super glad and super excited uh, of what God has going on for you, man. And we are honored for you to come in. Thank you for your time because you know you're, we know you're busy. And I want to introduce you to my brother, my brother. Hey, man. listen, man. I'm so, they, you, now we got to put you on the throne, man. You're the king. You're the king. Listen, man. Like I've seen what you did with the Breakfast Brothers. Shout out to Ricky Booker. Yeah, shout out to Ricky. Um, and I want to talk about it in your whole journey, mm -hmm. um, because um, the way you're rocking right now and your elevation, uh, the the best is yet to come. One of the, the greatest things about real estate is. I always say it all the time, and I think Bro said it in a in an interview. If you build it, they will come. Mm -hmm. You're building your brand, you're building your business, and I'm excited about it because I like people that listen. Yeah, and they 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 say, "Dream, tell me more." I want to listen to you now because I would love to start getting into the that the commercial is like, dang, is that it almost sounded too big for me? No, you know, it's not it's not too big for anyone, uh, but I think that you know there is a level of commitment you know, that it does take to, uh, you know, be successful in the commercial space um, because you're dealing with people's, you know, uh, money and their livelihood yeah. and their business. Yeah. People don't mind who helps them buy a house, right? Yeah. Because they're living there, right? But, you know, when, if someone has a, a business doing, you know, three, four million dollars in revenue, $10 yeah. million dollars in revenue yeah. every year, they're a little more cautious, yeah. you know, on who they work with, right? Is 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 the commercial real estate side, and I've talked to Mark, so maybe yours is different. Uh -huh. So shout out to Mark Allen. <laughs> Love you, bro. Um, is the commercial real estate, because real estate agents have a, 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 they are already in a delayed gratification situation, mm -hmm. which is killing them out. Because uh, they, they, once they get their commission check, they don't know how to balance it. I would like to ask you your expertise. How do you do that? But is commercial real estate a more of a delayed gratification? Uh oh yeah, definitely. Bigger um, you have a bigger pot, you know, once you get to the end of the yellow brick road, but it, is that it what takes it is? a lot longer. Gotcha. That that yellow brick road is a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. Mark you know, told me he was working uh, with a client for three years and finally closed it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's normal. I mean, uh, you know, I, I think the longest I've worked on a deal is probably a little over a year, probably <sighs> 14 months i met a guy and it was like and part of that was COVID, you know um you know but there's a lot that goes into it people got to get environmental studies if it's land um if it's a building or you, know, you gotta get surveys and you know the surveyor may take 45 days to come out he the first person you waiting on take him 45 days to get there Golly. it may need to get rezoned oh, that man. may take another six to nine months you know and things like that but if you're working right and you just you keep your head down, you got you, you got you starting boom, to develop boom, boom, the pipeline, and then next thing you know, things are. It seems like things are just happening, but yeah. you've been working on, on this for, for two or three days in the pipeline you know, for, for about years to bust over, or gotcha. you know months or whatever. So yeah. So um, we're going to rewind before we get to the 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 king of commercial real estate that you are now. Um, let's go back. So we got a fun fact mm -hmm. uh -oh. about each other. Okay. That a lot of people don't know mm -hmm. uh, how we how we initially met. Yeah. Um. But so so back in that day, or as you were growing up, let's talk about Aaron before he became the person he is today. Let's talk about because we it's your story. Can't nobody mm -hmm. take it away from you. Yeah. Um. What you respected. 
And everything, the first question I asked on this show is, when was the very first time that you felt entrepreneurship? Because you're an entrepreneur. All real estate agents to me are entrepreneurs because mm-hmm. you guys have a business within a business, yeah. right? So when was the very first time that, you know, we've heard all kinds of stories, man. You know, I start cutting yards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I sold candy at the, at the store. When was your first time saying, you know what, this is a taste of entrepreneurship, even if it was, you know, some things that you are not proud of doing? Um, I've heard it all. I would say uh, for me, um, so so rewind a little bit, and um, I had a really bad car wreck at one point, right? Mm. So I was, uh, I had just bought this, I think it was like a 84 Monte Carlo. Right, mm. um, with the with the with oh, the three fifty. Oh I was, man, that's you know, too much engine for that car. Bro. Uh, I was I was young, you know, and so, uh, you know, God has spoken in my life yeah. through actions, you know, a lot. And uh, when I was ejected from that car oh, on thirty five, you was so, ejected, uh, and I don't, you know, so they say your body or brain blacks out if there is so much trauma, like it blocks it out so that you don't you know, endure that or whatever. That's what they said, the doctors say. So um, I was ejected from the car. They say I was ran off the road is what they were assuming. Because I don't know. They don't know. They assumed I was ran off the road. I hit a pill, hit the pillar at um, 35 and camp with. Your, 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 your car hit the pillar. My car hit the pillar. Your car hit the pillar. Boom. I'm ejected. I know exactly from where you're at. 35 and camp with. I know, right? I know where you're at. I'm ejected from the car. Um, no seatbelt. No, see, but they say if I had my seatbelt on, I probably would have died. Wow. Is what they told me because of the impact. I would have got right, you, and it would have killed you me. out. Yeah, but because I was ejected from the car, um, I didn't. You know, I didn't die. And I remember when I, I was laying on the ground. I didn't know what happened. You know, and crazy. And the first thought I had in my head was, uh, "Where are my shoes?" Is what I was. That was the first because I could feel wind on my feet. Like what is going on? Why where are my shoes? Oh, you know? oh, oh man. And uh knock your shoes off. Yeah, knock my shoes off. So I try to get up and I couldn't. I was like, okay. I don't even realize I'm on the side of the freeway right now. But I'm trying to get up. I couldn't. And uh I said to myself, uh, I'm gonna just lay back and I'm gonna try this again in a minute. And really I think I was die I was bleeding out at that point. It's really looking back on it as what was happening. Ambulance pulls up. Oh God. They throw me on the uh throw me on the gurney or whatever, you know, take me to the hospital. Um and in that moment, um my uncle, who's, you know, uh, uh a person that I've always looked up to, had a lot of respect for, uh, he was one of the first people that I, I saw when I opened my eyes on the bed. Mm. Right. And he told me I he was just like, Man, you know, God must have some big plans for you. Come on. You know. Um and so uh Fast forward, um, I didn't go to college, and so my parents had a trucking company at the time, and uh, I started uh, the third-party logistics side of it, and so uh, that was kind of my first foray into uh, entrepreneurship. Uh, uh, let me rewind just a tad bit because I know you probably left some people like hanging on the edge. Yeah, right probably it was a lot. I'm on the yeah. edge. <laughs> so what what exactly happened in the injury? Where you, uh, obviously you look amazing. So, um, so, so I shattered my femur. Okay. Um, oh, this one? Yeah. Boom! Ooh, it shattered a... uh, in the middle. You had to get a re- place with a. Uh, they put the rod. Rod. So you you me- you're on a metal detector right now. So uh, fortunately, I had some good insurance at the time. And it was they were switching from the old metal to titanium or something okay. like that. Oh, so, so I don't I don't go out. I'm I'm I slide right through that. Okay, airport, you don't you have know? to do the Kanye. I don't have to do the Kanye. So um but no, I shattered my femur. Um where your pelvis comes together at in the front, mm-hmm. it came apart. That's why I couldn't get up. And that my femur being broken. Oh my um and then my right lung collapsed and filled with blood. Oh. And so uh and then I still have a little scar. Right here, uh, I could feel like my lip. I could feel it like down here because I guess the glass cut wow. my lip. All right. Um, the most interesting part of it is that the ambulance people told the hospital that when they pulled up, I had a pillow under my head. Nobody knows how I got there, but I had a pillow under my head when uh, when the ambulance pulled up. Somebody came. 
somebody, an angel came through there and put that pillow up, and probably you needed that. Because mm-hmm. if it was during the daytime? It was nighttime. It was nighttime. Yeah. Your head was on the, wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't so know that. Okay. Fast so forward. fast forward. Yeah, fast okay. Because I know y'all asking, like, yo, what happened to you? All right. So um, fast forward. You're doing logistics with your, your people. Doing logistics. Um, uh, one, one of my uh, good friends, uh, best friends at the time, uh, Tatum Bell, he had just went to the Broncos. So um, I was in a place in my life to where I would go up there like probably two, three times a month, every um, every other weekend, sometimes two weekends in a row, boom, I'm in Denver, we kicking it. So, um, you know, I liked the flexibility of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. So as as a builder, mm-hmm. um, one of the, I would say it on every episode because this is the entrepreneur blueprint. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you ever looked at it like this, but, you know, you can't build a, a solid house on sand. It has to be Mm-hmm. You know, the foundation has to be right. Right. And that story with the logistics side of things is your foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, that's your foundation of the uh, awesome entrepreneur that you are right now because you tasted it. Shout out to, you know, your family for putting you into the logistics side of it so you can see the entrepreneurship. And now um, going into your second phase of your life, were you always in the commercial side or did you? Just start being a realtor first. How did this come about? So, uh, you know, I think I, I might have told you, but uh, my uncle was, uh, he's been in commercial lending since 1978, I think. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, back in the day, you know, families met at grandmama house on Sundays and things like that. And so on Sundays, I would see him at grandmama house and he had uh, i can't remember what kind of car it was but you know it's back when the mavados was you know that was you know, rock i got, you a, rocking, one, you I got a new one i got it well, with got the little a uh with the little one diamond right yeah, there yeah bro you gotta have it a classic you know Super timeless nice. piece you Love know it. and so uh he used to come he had his mavado uh back when the phone was in the uh oh in the car yeah what was the, the, uh, the little console, console. Yeah. you know he had the phone the console yeah and i didn't know exact. i didn't know he was in commercial lending they just said commercial real estate yeah right so um that was my influence in wanting to be in commercial real estate but when i got into when i got my license um i sold a couple houses or whatever and you know i quickly realized that i didn't like uh the deal flow in in the residential world. Okay. And I knew I wanted to be in commercial. So I go to this, uh, this was in 1400 Highline, uh, had just opened up. They were trying to lease out their penthouses. So I go to their little happy hour where they have showing penthouses and stuff like that. And um, I meet this guy who lives in the building uh, named John Bailey. Uh, yeah, John, shout out to John Bailey. He gave me my start in commercial real estate. Uh, another African-American guy. Um, John Bailey, matter of fact, he's right here looking at you, man. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, yeah, man. For betting, on, for betting on my brother. That's a dope thing. Yeah, so he gave me an opportunity, um, cracked the door open for me. And uh, you know, it's a funny story. Uh, I didn't know anything about commercial. I knew nobody. I, I didn't know any of the companies that existed. I knew nothing. So I'm just talking. I know I want to be in commercial real estate. I'm talking to him, and he's telling me, you know, uh, about these $500,000 checks he didn't see when he was over at More Partners and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and so and what did you do? And he was kind of telling me <laughs> what he did. I said, so you tell that's all I got to do. That's you it. tell me, that's it. if I go do what you're telling me, I'm going to get them kind of checks. He was like, yeah. I said, all right, well, sign me up. You know, I ain't know nothing about wow. it. You know? And so uh, he had like a little smaller uh, two, three-man shop. And, um, you know, so I started with him and uh, – you know, the first day, and I didn't realize it's easy, but it's not easy, right? Like learning how to do a deal is easy. Actually, getting a deal, oh. that's the hard part. Yeah, because you got to get the trust of the person you gotta to go, trust. hey, y'all got to take them out to eat, yeah. and just call them and check on them, and so first send them day, happy he birthday comes cards in, and everything. He says, okay, hey, uh, I need you to go knock on all the doors downtown, uh, every business, and introduce yourself. Uh, as a new broker in town, offer me service. Didn't give me a script or nothing. They said, that's what I need you to do. 
you know, I'm like, all right, you know. I mean, I've I, I hustled before. I haven't been in the street. I know I talk to people. So I'm yeah. like, cool, all right, that's all I got to do. So I go, I literally go into every business in every building in downtown Dallas. Right. What? Um, hey, I'm uh, Aaron Jackson. I'm new local broker in town. Uh, if there's anything I can help help you with, you know, feel free to ask. Here's my information. Boom, I'm out the door. On to the next one. I didn't got. They told me when I left. They said, uh, "Okay, if you get uh, this, why I knew it was gonna get kind of tricky." Oh, solicitation. They say, "Yeah, if you get uh, somebody tell you get out the building for soliciting, yeah, don't leave. Just go to a different floor." I said, "Okay." <laughs> so uh, I ran into that person that was like, "Hey, man, I'm finna call security. There's no soliciting here." So okay, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll leave. I'll head out. And I just went to the stairwell, went up to the next floor, started over. Right, <laughs> and um, it's it's not hard. But you do have to grind. Hold on, I want to pause right there. Segue. Yeah, Bruh, Uh, the fun fact about me and me and Aaron. Aaron used to go to my parties back in the day. So I had a, I had a company called Dream Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I, when you said that, brother, you know how many times I got kicked out the mall. <laughs> I used to throw parties, and so we used to go to the malls every mall, any mall that there was in, mm-hmm. in the Dallas Fort Worth. There, we had a whole. We had a dog. We was for real. Like we had a. All right, twelve o'clock. We're gonna be in here. Two o'clock, three yeah. o'clock, four o'clock. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we rock out. But I would get kicked out, so I go, I go in, I get kicked out. I already have another outfit <laughs> in the car, and I come back in with, and I start. So I'm looking out for the say, yo, look out for the security, look out for the security. And Aaron, but I, you know they had, us, they had us on the bird, mm-hmm. and. uh so we got another two or three hours in. Hey, man, you can't do that, man. Oh, oh, oh my bad, sir. Yeah. Had another outfit. So I had three outfits. Mm-hmm. And then so crazy is I would rotate it back again after I get kicked out. Because we'll be at the mall all day. It's mm-hmm. too, bro, it'd be like 4,000 people at yeah. the mall. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, this is the spot. We got to go boom, boom, boom. We get kicked out the mall, get kicked out the mall, get kicked out the mall. And uh, I remember one of my, I, ta- I taught my boys how to do it. Mm-hmm. And one time my boy, he did not listen. He he didn't have no other outfit, so he tried to get kicked out. Then he go back in. I said, "Bro, do you understand? Have you ever heard them? They're listening. They're talking about the guy in the yellow shirt. Look out for the yellow shirt, yellow shirt, yellow shirt." So, bro, mm-hmm. you got the yellow shirt on. So they going after you. So they look out for the yellow. You are gonna just switch the yellow to the red, the red to the black. We go ahead and go ahead. And so, man, bro, at um, throwing a parties and a beautiful situation. Now that I think about it, is that before social media, mm-hmm. let's talk about this, right? Yeah. Bro, before social media, before TikTok, before Facebook, bro, I don't even think MySpace was up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before Google, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Shout out. And uh we would have three to four thousand people. Yeah. If you if you had if you didn't go to a dream entertainment party, then you didn't go to a party <laughs> back bro, in that time. And it was such bro, do you know that? It used to be crazy. It would be so crazy. And it was so it was so crazy. It was so dope. It was so clean. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, bro, think about it. Did you ever? I I, I didn't see it. Nobody was doing drugs nah. at my parties. Mm-mm. We didn't ever have drinking. No, it was no alcohol. You just nope. you just literally you went lit. to it was party lit. and dance. Like, That's it. And you try to you know if you a dude, you are trying to highlight the we, girl. The rate, and we you made a girl, sure you trying to get high. We made that. sure that the ratio of yep. girls was so <laughs> it, it helped out that you know what I'm saying they call us pretty boys so. We had a lot of the women, so anytime you had the women, the bro- the, the brothers gonna come by default, and um, bro used to come to like I think you, bro, I was a regular. For you sure. most definitely came was, to most. I was of. definitely a regular. I, we I remember when we first thought, saw you, um, back in the day. It was like, yeah, that's that dude that played ball, be dunking on people. That's there's really like there really wasn't anything. I mean, not to at that level, like to know like okay, I know if I go to a dream entertainment party, yes. I mean. I'm gonna see everything and everybody I want to see. It's about to go down. And everything it, else will you flipping. You it might be jumping. It, it might, might not right, be right. jumping. Dream <laughs> entertainment yeah, was for sure. And I, I, I took pride. <laughs> I took pride in that. And and I look at it and I look at what you know, going back to your business model as what you just did, you know, you went to the attention. So where the attention is at. Mm-hmm. I always say that the where the focus goes, the attention flows. I love what he told you to do. Go to all the businesses, knock on the doors. I super love. That he said, "Don't leave. Go to the next floor. Don't leave." They, he was that, adamant about that. I love that man. Do not leave. Go to the next floor. Go to the next floor. And you, you follow that blueprint. Yep. And you know, I mean, 
one thing I say, and I, you probably know the same thing, you know, um, you have to marry both, right? Yeah. And you have to you have to do the the social and the digital part, but you also have to do the grind part. Yeah. In getting out there in person, right? Yeah. And um, you know, you you know have have reawoken my you know digital you know part i kind of got away from it yeah but i was always doing the in-person physical part yeah but, but when you marry those yeah you know that's when you can really start seeing power there's no better way to get information Man. than to go directly to the source and say can i help you it, it's such it's so detrimental to you bro um i, I so that story that you just told me makes me more respect what you're doing right now because now they just put your mind here right so when you're even with me mm -hmm. so i went to a mall where there was potentially four to five thousand people there mm -hmm. so i had to get there that that's where basically for everybody that's listening on your business when it comes to businesses you the focus goes where the attention flows so when it comes to business go to where the attention is right mm -hmm. it makes sense so i went to the mall it was four to five thousand people you went to a business where there was hundreds of people in that building. Mm -hmm. Now watch this, bro. There's going to be thousands upon thousands that watch this interview right now. Yeah. And here's the dopest thing after that. Now here's where it gets real. Michael Jackson, we just came from Halloween. Michael Jackson recorded a thriller one time. Mm -hmm. And every Halloween, no matter what, bro, this is going to be yeah. forever. We're going to play it. We so guess play? what? Yeah. This interview right now, well, I'll leave you. Mm. So that's why it's way more important, even more than you even know, mm -hmm. for your children, your unborns, and for anybody that ever touched you Yeah, to say, bro, that dude gave a damn about us to teach us what to do and what not to do. And we heard from his story. And if he can do it, mm -hmm. that gives us confidence for us to do it. And there's realtors right now that's probably thinking exactly what you was thinking when you was being a realtor uh, for a residential. Mm -hmm. And they didn't like how it was going. Right. And they want to go into the commercial, but have nobody, and I mean nobody because I see how it goes, mm -hmm. to hold their hand and say, hey, let me show you how to do it. Right. And so with that being said, I think that's super dope. And that's probably an area where God is going to take you uh, digitally right now. And that's why I'm just happy to take you on as a client and, and a gravitate um everything that you got because the minute you just told me that you knocked that's a whole nother that's a whole nother ball game you said you knocked on everything and then i love it's my favorite part hey they told me lee it's all good i went to L, i went to i was on the front i was on floor number three i went to floor, floor number four mm -hmm. you know i'm downtown so these big buildings i'm on i'm on floor 15 <laughs> you know i didn't went up I'm on floor 15 now when I'm getting put out. I just go up to 16. And knocking you know, on the doors. And knocking on more doors. Wow. And I still see people to this day that are like, man, where I know you from? You know? And uh, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I came in your business. You wouldn't give me no business. And they'd be like, oh, man. You know? Oh, wow. And, uh, but, I mean, you know, I still have the shoes, right? I love um, it. Uh, it was, they were some really nice shoes when I got them. Yeah, like some some uh, I forget the brand, oh, but yeah. they were like some of that hard leather. And, wore them boys down, man. Wore them on. boys all the what, way hey, down. What my boys say, I don't walk the block till <laughs> my feet hurt the slab. The I, I kept them because the heel is so, is gone. You can see the nails. Wow. The the sole is so thin. I would feel rocks on the bottom you, of my. So feet. you still got those shoes? I still got those. You know shoes. what you should do, bro. I seen this uh, dope. They got these boxes. It's real dope. Mm -hmm. They got these like boxes. Yeah, and you you should put the shoes on the box and put them up, like a little clear case a box. Deal. Yeah, so people uh -huh. can say, "Yo, what is that?" Yeah, that's because definitely what I need to do. that's the, that's that's the story, mm -hmm. and that's what's going to. And separate. that's why I kept the shoes because that is a story. And I always look. I look at them probably once a quarter. Yeah, and uh, they remind me of the grind. I um the the reason I became a motivational speaker is because. I was such in a painful situation when I lost my mother. Mm -hmm. I lost my mother to lung cancer, January 5th, 2013. Uh, just now getting to the point where I can say that statement without mm -hmm. choking. Yeah. And um, I my would- condolences, by the way. Thank you. And I remember no matter what, 
um, I would call my mom at 12 o'clock because of a conversation that we had one time. And she was like, and I was like, yes, mom, what's going on? I'm in a meeting. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I answered my mom like this. Yeah. And she said, baby, all I want to do is make sure you're okay. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll call you back. Finished the meeting. I said, mama, that will never, ever happen again. From now on, I'm calling you every day at 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I would call my alarm. I put my alarm, call mom, 12 o'clock. Yeah. No matter what, 12 o'clock, called her. So she was in Victorville, California. So it was 10 o'clock her time, 12 o'clock my time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the alarm goes off 12 o'clock. No matter what, I'll be like, even if I'm in a meeting or if I'm talking to somebody, I say, yeah, hold on. Hey, mom, just call and let you know I'm okay. Mm-hmm. To this day, bro, that alarm goes off. Mm. I never took it off. Yeah. So at 12 o'clock, I look mm. up. I'm okay. Yeah. And that whole situation, that's a part of my story. Because mm-hmm. if that stuff didn't happen with you, walking and appreciating, I don't know how many steps it takes to wear the soul out of a shoe. But yeah. just think about how many steps does a man have to walk to wear the hole through the shoe? Mm-hmm. That yeah. that's over hundreds of thousands of steps to do that, and to walk in your shoes. Yeah, people got to learn what you did to get where you're going. And before you answer that question, we're gonna get right back to you. The Entrepreneur Blueprint with my brother Aaron Action Jackson. Stay tuned, like and subscribe. Let's go. What up, guys? Man, Dream with Dream Motivates University. Here's what you get with your tuition. Number one, you're going to get an awesome letterman jacket, T-shirt, and wristband. Let's deep dive. We're going to get discounts on all events and courses, a list of Zoom masterclasses with skilled instructors, access to our amazing book club. We're also going to give you discounts to all marketing materials brought to you by Dream Media Agency. And last but not least, discounts on all our merch. I can't wait. I see you on the other side. DMU, Dream Motivates University. Let's get it. Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Blueprint. My brother, Aaron Action Jackson, is about to get fired up. This is the part of, you know, where we go into the meat and potatoes for you guys to learn. We, Aaron, we ask all of our guests to bless us with knowledge, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. And so this is the part where, you know, I, I want to give all the viewers and people that are listening our legacy to hear it, um, where we get to go into education and how to uh, take everything to another level. So we're going to have some fun with that. Um, okay. Coming back to uh, where we left off, um, just commending you, man, for, I can't wait to see. I actually want to see those shoes. If you could take yeah, a picture, show, and send it to me. Sure. Um, I remember my my stepfather, mm-hmm. Reverend Philip and May Higgins, as the first her- person I've ever seen shoes that actually had. I seen that. Mm-hmm. I've seen that with, and I appreciate it as a as a as a young man today, um, for the steps that you took for another man's son. Man, I appreciate you, um, and all the father figures that's out there. Man, being a man right now. Mm-hmm. Um, in this business, yeah, and being let's just be real, being an African American man in this business, mm-hmm. you have to be. You're definitely a superhero. You are more than a superhero than you know, bro. A lot of people give up; they quit. You've had to obviously go through so many adversity. Mm-hmm. What made you? What was your why? What is your reason? Why? Why are you going so hard? Why are you walking? What makes you knock on so many doors to where the holes come through? What is your reason? What is your why? And what is your, you know, main focus and goal right now going forward? Uh, you know, uh that's a, a good question. Uh so my my why um is probably three sided. Um when I first got into commercial real estate, um, you know, I was, I had a previous life, you know, that wasn't, uh, um, commercial real estate. Let's just mm-hmm. say that. Gotcha. And, and, um, I it, felt like I could do more. I, like, I felt pause, like. Pause right there. Okay. 
because and, and you don't have to do it now, but I promise you, as as you grow, mm-hmm. and trust me, as you grow and it's coming, and you'll be on the stages of the world. I can see it. Mm-hmm. Let let there be no confusion. People want to hear your story. You know, it's, it's probably not time to hear that to hear it say it right now, but as we all we all evolve, mm-hmm. you know, your it's your story. Nobody can take it away from you. Yeah, nobody can take it away because you're not who you were. Mm-hmm. You. You're not who you were four years ago, let right. alone 10, 15 years ago. Exactly. So I just want to I want to say that word to you as one brother to next because I had to embrace my own story too. And that's how I am E.T. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Eric Thomas. Yeah. He always says, own your story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I just want to get that nugget to you. Um, and, But as you are, you went through the old person that mm-hmm. you are, you, you're here now, carry on to where are you going? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I I I felt like, I was more than what I was doing, mm. right? And um, I mean, things were great. It wasn't like things were bad. I mean, you know, I mean, I had a uh, you know nice apartment downtown, nice view, you know, glass everywhere, all the good stuff, you yeah. know. And uh, but I still felt like it's it's I can do more, yeah. right? And um, you know, having that influence. You know, from my uncle, who's now president at Frost Bank. Shout out to uncle. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Rod Washington. You shout know, out to, to my you, uncle. Brother. Shout um, out to you. He's been a, a, a major. I need to get an account. Let's go. In, influence on me, you know, uh, my entire life, and so wanting to, uh, like, like take that legacy on as a family member was one thing. Um, two. The only other way I knew how to make the money John Bailey was talking about hmm. was not legal. Correct. So I was like, okay, that's the only other way I know yeah. to make this kind of money right. legally. Right. That was two. Uh, and then three, um, you know, and family, and like my son and all that is is like, I don't think I don't even have to say that. But three, um, I, was, I used to talk to people and complain to them about, like, man, where is, like, you know, something for us? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, about when I would go to different restaurants or venues and things like that. And somebody said, well, why don't you change it? Shut up. I said, okay, then. All right, well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to do that, you know? And so uh, that was, like, the initial push, right? And then once I got into business, um, man, I was fortunate to really meet um, a lot of um, really – uber successful developers and brokers and things like that who um you know you do have your people that there's nothing you can do to get them to work with you talk to you or mm-hmm. think highly of they just ain't nothing you can tell them change their mind right? right but there are a lot of good people yeah in the business yeah that will if they see that you care yeah and that you have some passion you know, that they will help you yeah. and give you some nuggets and some guidance here and there. And so um, I was fortunate enough to meet people along the way that uh, any time that I may have felt like I was veering off, they gave me the guidance and information to pull me back on track. Right? Yes. And, um, you know, just those people uh, speaking that life into me, mm-hmm. you know, when I may have felt like, man, what am I doing? Right. You know, Um you know, having somebody like Steve Van Amberg say, "Nah, man, you're you're fine, man. Yeah, keep the path. Yeah, stay the course. Yeah, um, and it's so it's really, uh, it'll because the business will beat you down. Yeah, you know, but if you got the right community, I've had, I've had, man, shout out once again. I've had some great, amazing a lot of peaks and valleys. Yo, I'm like, I'm like, I yo, yeah, I had a crazy. Mark was talking about one deal the other day. He mm-hmm. was like, bro, I just need to talk to you. Yeah, sheesh. And so, um. You know, but all those things together um, is what gave me the drive, you know, to, to uh, you know, not really look at the valley. Yeah. Right. And just understand that this is just, it's just part of life. It's just part of the business. If you want to get to a goal, there's no such, I've realized there's no such thing as easy money. Yeah. I don't care what you do. Let, let me show there's you There's no something. easy deal. There's no not easy at all. There's people like think it is easy about think, no, get, you, you know making money. It's a grind. Yeah, it's a grind. Have you ever uh, have you ever have you ever seen? Uh, probably you have, but have you ever seen the movie X Men? Yeah, seen X Men. In your opinion, what's the most powerful X Men? Hmm. 
good. It's been a while. That's a good question. Well, you got a couple of them. They out there. You got Storm. You got Wolverine. Yeah. You got... I mean, you know, of course, you know, um, Professor X can get into your mind. I, I love, I, man, you, you, my brother. I know, I knew. See, everybody who answers that, mm-hmm. that way, we are connected for life. Yeah. Because I ask that question all the time because you get it. Mm-hmm. And so one of the dopest things about what I do mm-hmm. is I get the opportunity, because if you pay attention to the X-Men, what Professor X did was he looked for other mutants, people that were like him. Mm-hmm. See where I'm going? Right. So every now and then you get to find another mutant. Mm-hmm. Now what I've also, what Professor X has also done was he found another mutant that had a superpower, mm-hmm. but the mutant didn't understand how to use his superpower. Right. You know, you think about the story with, you know, uh, Wolverine. He was mm-hmm. just, off. No, he's like, I got to control that. My man with the fire, he gave him the glasses. So mm-hmm. Impressive, control that. Um, I'm going to give you a gift because you got a superpower, but you got to trigger it. And here's, a, here's, a, here, here's the gift. I want you to tap into your purpose mm-hmm. at this point because you said some key. You were you shout out to the people that helped you, mm-hmm. motivate you, keep pushing you. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs you now. Yeah, they need you. They need your words. They need your words of encouragement. They need your blueprint. They need you to teach. Here's I'm glad, a- I'm glad you. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt. You. I'm glad you said I do because I it was something I wanted to say when you were shooting the Breakfast Brothers deal that I didn't get to say, and mm. I said I wanted to make sure that I said it today, and is really speaking to uh, at-risk youth, right? There you go. Wow. And um, I don't check any box for um, what they want in a commercial real estate broker. I don't have a degree. Um, I don't, like, have any, you know, uh, I didn't work at Marcus and Miller Chap. I got a record. I got I got nothing but X's, right? Mm, come on. Um, come on. But I want to say to the youth that, like, don't let your mistakes, you know, um, define, you know, who you are. Powerful. Um, Powerful. It may take longer. And you may have to take a different road. Yeah. Right. But don't feel like you can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. And see, that is what they need to hear, bro. Mm-hmm. That is your superpower. That is what's going to help you take care of generational wealth. Mm-hmm. That thing that you got right there. Yeah. Once you tap into that, you know how many lives you'll save. Number one, how many legacies you'll change, and number number three, but which is the biggest reward, how much applause that you're going to get from your ancestors and God above. That yo, the day that you were born, and the day that you found out why you were born. Mm-hmm are the most important days of your life. Yeah. And that is by far a an amazing trophy that, that we need to most definitely celebrate you on to tap into your purpose because what I'm hearing is nothing but superheroes from you. For you to be able to help people change and the mindset that it took to keep walking, keep knocking on doors, keep going from floor number 15 we're not tripping. Full number sixteen. We get kicked, kicked and don't, off. Don't and remember these are no's. These are no's. Get out of here. Yeah, these are get out of here. These are and you got to go to the next door. You, you got Jazzy Jeff up yeah. out of all the buildings and you just kept going. Yeah, and so a lot of people will quit. Mm-hmm. They will quit in the middle of greatness. Well, what, when I knew I was going to be okay, I didn't get business, but I got leads. And when I got back. Uh, John didn't even, he didn't expect me to, he just expected me to go out there, get whooped, come back and be like, man, I got whooped out there, you know, but I came back with a smile on my face. Kept going. Like, look, bro, I got a couple leads. You, you know, go. he was like, damn, okay. All right. You know, I didn't think you were going to get nothing. Yeah. You know, and so that's, you know, for me, I was like, okay, I must be all right then. You yeah. know, because I didn't know, I didn't know my ignorance was really my bliss. Yeah. And when I would go to events, that's how I get these relationships with these super high level people because I didn't know who they were. Yeah. So they were expecting me to come up to them like, oh man, you know, like nice to meet you, man. Like, yeah. I'm just kind of like, oh, what's up, bro? I'm Aaron Jackson. Nice yeah. to meet you. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm Steven Amberg. Like, all right, what's up? <laughs> I don't, I have no idea who you are. 
So so you <laughs> so you most definitely down for the network. So let's start let's start with some nuggets. It's nugget time for everybody. Yeah. Go ahead. So first of all, once again, we're gonna give a shout out to Ricky Booker and the and the Breakfast Brothers. Let's talk about that mm-hmm. and use that as a blueprint for somebody that's listening and looking right now. Uh, for to find a commercial spot mm-hmm. so you can go ahead and start business. Maybe you can just teach us the do's and don'ts. Maybe let's go ahead and sit back and, and listen. Guys, listen, if you want to do this, do that. When it comes to finding a commercial spot, such as a tax office, such as mm-hmm. a, you know, a restaurant, I got, what are I the got do's some and game don'ts? I can give you. Okay, um, let's go. One of the biggest things I would say, and uh, I had to have the same conversation with Ricky, right? Uh, they had the plan. They had the money. They had everything that they needed to get a space. But he was like, man, I can't get nobody to show me space. You know, I can't, ain't nobody even calling me back, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I said, okay, um, you know, uh, do you have, you know, money? So, yeah, we got, I won't say, you know, but we got some money in the bank. So, okay, cool. Do you have, since you don't have a location yet, do you have any designs or any renderings? that I can show the landlord, you know, to, you know, entice them into looking into your startup business. He was like, yeah, I can get William to, uh, you know, send, send me some rendering stuff like that. I said, perfect. You know, send me those. Um, he sent me those the next day we're looking at spaces. Right. And so, um, you got two types of owners. Hmm. You got institutional ownership. Y'all better pull y'all notes out. And institutional ownership is Morgan Stanley, J.P. Morgan. Big dog. You know, these are big, you know, billion-dollar yeah. conglomerates. Yeah. But they still need to work with local entrepreneurs to get into their spaces, but they're going to require a higher level of business plan. They want to see your website. They want to see your presence. They want to see, even if you don't have a business, you should still have a presence, even if you're not open, right? So- because the landlord, if he don't see nothing, he's not going to lease to you. Mm. He's going to look at you as high risk, mm. an institutional owner. And uh, then you got private owners. Now, so you got some private owners that are billionaires and they've got tons of property. But the private owner usually owns maybe two to five centers, something like that. Um, and they may be a little bit more flexible. But still, if you're wanting to get into a nicer center, you gotta have mm. A B C D. So they right? have they need to have a website. You need to have a website. Social media. Social media presence. Ha, ha, you need ha. to have Hey, that goes back to what me. It does go about. back to Praise what we talked about. Look you know? at God. Thank and, you, Lord. Um, I, I give my clients <laughs> that advice, but go. it takes someone like you That's amazing. to give me that advice. That's and so amazing. I do appreciate yeah. that. But yeah, you need to have a website, you know, a a, a clear clean digital presence nice. is what they need. That makes sense though. Starting because, off. Yeah, they need to see the vision. Yeah, because they, they need because to... if you don't have the business already, right. then all you are selling is the vision. Yeah, you're selling a, a If there is no vision, yeah. I can't get you in no space. Got you. Yeah. So they need, okay, so for those who are looking, if, you, if it's a salon, mm-hmm. uh, if it's a tax office, yeah. if it's a restaurant, if it's a concept, you're going to have to invest, you're going to have to go ahead and Get the name of the place. You're going to get the rendering. You're going to have to get the website. You're going to have to get the social media. Put it up um, and go get a, a drawing, which he's saying when he says rendering. This is a drawing of, you know, what it's going to kind of look like. And now, packaged up, get with your an amazing commercial real estate broker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he and we can uh, take you anywhere you want and to And take it. Wow. Yeah. How? That, that, was a bar. that was a bar. Yeah. That was a super bar. Yeah. Okay, okay. And so guess what? Uh, let me do a shameless plug. Mm-hmm. If you are listening right now and you need this, uh, this is actually stuff that I do um, in our team with Dream Media Agency. So if y'all need the logo, the lo- you know the website, the presence, um, the digital focal points that you need to go ahead and sell this concept uh, prior to going to Aaron Action Jackson, most definitely uh, hit us up on our social media outlets. That's dope. Cause- and it doesn't even have to be super elaborate. They just need to be able to say, Concept. this is what's going into my center. Got it. You that's know? powerful because that's you it. just gave me a bar. Yeah. Because I'm looking for lookers. Yeah. And our company, mm-hmm. I'm going after uh, uh, commercial real estate agents and say, hey, this might be something. I've never done that. And yeah. I, I, I haven't even had this conversation with Mark. 
Mm-hmm. Me and Mark talk. We just brothers. We yeah. talk about brother stuff all day. But um, that is a bar. Yeah. That is a super bar. All right. Um, next question for all the. And let me give the statistics too. By the way, uh, and it might have changed. But over ninety two percent of real estate agents do not. And I repeat, do not make any money mm-hmm. uh, because they teach you how to pass the the exam. Mm-hmm. and get the license, but they do not have a hustle university. Mm-hmm. But I do. Guess what? We have Dream Motivates University uh, for all entrepreneurs. But what would you say to any realtors that are listening right now that they need to start, besides probably hooking up with you, because that's number one, but um, if they want to start converting into commercial real estate, what do they need to get ready for? What do they need to do? Ooh, what do they need to get ready for or what do <laughs> they need to do? What do they need to do first? Okay, what do they need to do? Because <laughs> I know um, What they need to do is what you talked about earlier. And, uh, you know, say what you say. They need to, when when you go to where the people at, which, how you say it? Oh, the focus goes where the, the focus attention goes. The focus goes where the attention goes. So if you want to rep- be a tenant rep, uh, you want to represent tenants. And help them expand their businesses, things like that. The easiest place to find a business owner is in their business. So go to businesses. I'm having this conversation with um, uh, an agent that I've been friends with for a little bit. And uh, she transitioned over to commercial last year. and um, But she's kind of been, you know, taking a different approach. And she reached out and she was like, what can I do? to generate, you know, some business. I said, well, what are you doing? And she was kind of explaining to me. She said, like, well, you know, you haven't went into one business, right? And you're looking for business owners, you know? And so um, I would say every day talk to at least five, go into at least five businesses. Whatever business, you know, product type you want to work with, you say, I want to work with uh, shoe stores. Yeah. That you need to be going to five shoe stores Got you. every day. And they need to look for who? And the they owners. need to well, you don't ask for the owner. Who, right. Who, who, and so, so uh, what I typically ask for is the person that makes the real estate decisions. There you go. If you ask for the owner, whoever you're talking to is gonna say they're not here. Oh, That's nice. what they've been trained to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here. You never ask for the owner. Right. They're going to say, oh, owner's not here. You could be talking to the owner. I'm, I'm not here. He's not here. <laughs> I'm not here, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So when you ask for the person that makes the real estate decision. Gotcha. It, the, per, the person that's the uh, the gatekeeper. Yeah. It kind of, they don't know how to respond to that. Got it. They're like, the person that makes, let me, let me get, uh, I'm going to get Jim. Yeah. I'm going to get the yeah, manager for yeah. it. Because I don't, yeah. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. And they're going to, they might go, they're going to go get the owner or they're going to go get the GM. Gotcha. And then you're going to ask, do they want a better deal? I'm not going to ask him anything. I'm going to let him know who I am. Okay. Let him know what I can do. Okay. And then ask him, has he thought about expanding? Gotcha. And that's going to start a conversation. Because all I want to do is have a conversation. That's the conversation. Have you thought about expanding? I love that. Yeah. If you, um, if you if you go too fast, they're gonna stay no. Yeah, you, you sound like you a slick slick yeah. slickster right there. I'm just here to help, right? You know, hey, I, I, sometimes I don't even ask for anything. I just introduce myself. Yeah, say my little spiel, give them my information. It was nice to meet you. But if I'm talking to five business business owners every day, by the end of the month, I've talked to 150. Somebody gonna say yes. Somebody needs me. Law of average, right? The law of you average, you're going to win. At some point. Yeah. So you got to figure out who who is my audience. Yeah. And then just go into those businesses. The best place to find a business owner is in, in their the business. business. Shout out. That was a bar. All right, y'all. Listen, um, look, I know my man probably got about 14 other meetings today. It was just super dope for you to come by. Um, we always give you the opportunity as our guest to go ahead and plug away everything that you got going on uh all uh, social media outlets how people can get to you because i know they're ready uh they're ready with their pen or their phone ready right now to get contact with you that's our gift to you uh for the viewers that's looking right now also um we definitely want to know uh what you are looking forward to the in the future if you're looking for people Mm -hmm. you know 
people are looking they might want to partner with you and stuff like that so let's go ahead this is your camera right here go ahead and plug away let people know what you got going on man you know uh you can find me at on instagram uh aaron jackson underscore 214 um linkedin just aaron jackson and linkedin is a very powerful yeah business tool i need to step my linkedin up um that's a whole nother yeah. deal but uh i play hella tennis you know so okay. uh utr tournaments you know if you play tennis uh hit me up on utr okay um i love to smoky Okay. You know? Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, just you know, uh, I'm pretty. Uh, uh, I'm an open book, you know. And my mom used to. She wasn't even an entrepreneur, but she used to have these Zig Ziglar CDs, right? Oh man. And I used to listen to them. When Godfather, I was younger. right there. And um, you know, he talked about you know, uh, one of the best ways to help yourself is help to help people. other people yep. get what they want. That's right. Right. And so, um, I'm an open book. Yeah, you know, because I don't, I don't have the leverage to stiff arm you. Like yeah. I need you just yeah. as much as you need me. Correct, correct. You know, so I'm an open book. Um, you can email me at uh, Aaron at Onyx O N Y X L G dot com. Um, yeah, man. And are you looking for anybody? Are you looking for people? Up under you, are you looking for people, you know, are you looking to employ people? Are you looking to partner with people? Um, you know, Who I'm you always open, you know, to uh, you know, conversations. Okay. Um, you know, but uh you're a Eric Thomas, you know, certified uh speaker, you know. Um I'm looking for lions. I actually yeah. think of myself as an African elephant as okay. opposed to a lion. Okay. Um, you know, the African elephant is actually the real king of the jungle. Hmm. Nobody fools with the African elephant. Really? Not the lion, not the tiger. The only way they can take one of them down is if it's gang a kid up. They gang or they got to catch him by itself and pack yeah. him out. Yeah. Only way. Other than that, he going to kill that lion. He going to kill that tiger. <laughs> but, he also, but he don't fool with nobody. You got to come looking for trouble with him ah. for him to be the stomp so, jack. So in other words, leave me alone. Leave you me know, alone. So, uh, I love but it. no, I mean, you know, we... we uh, you know, my brother, Mark Allen, your brother, Mark Shout Allen, we Mark always Lee, talk about killers, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And we, and we like yeah. killers, you know? And you got to be able, you got to be willing to grind your shoe to the sole of your foot. For sure. If you want to be successful in commercial real estate. That's that's what they can expect. Grind your shoe till you can feel it, till you can feel the sole of your foot. Man. Man, you heard it from the best, the king of commercial real estate himself, my brother, Mr. Aaron action jackson listen we're right here with the entrepreneur blueprint um and like i always say man go each one teach one keep going keep grinding always remember out earn the problem and keep god first this man dream dream motivates like and subscribe stop playing this has been powered by dream motivates university let's go <laughs>